When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Good morning, wherever you might be, and welcome. No Simon Marshall, no Simon O'Donnell, but there is definitely an odds couple here. Cam Luke, Magic Millions Day, headquarters here in Melbourne. Flemington, a wonderful card, and the man who has got... Well, I know definitely the last three quaddies on a Saturday afternoon. I reckon he might be even a little further in front of that. He'll tell us all about it. I'm talking David Taggart, six-time Group 1 winning jockey. Morning, big fella. Good morning, Cam. How are we all today, listeners? Oh, I'm uh, excited. The boys are away for another week, of another course. Another week. Well, good, we, good well, to have money go on holidays. Anyway. Well, Simon O'Donnell's obviously at the Magic Millions, and it's a huge day, and we'll talk a little about that. We have no idea where Simon Marshall is, but we are assured he will be back this time next week. Yeah, he will be back. <laughs> uh, I, I think he's catching a few waves down at uh, down the peninsula, so and hit, and hitting a few ball, golf balls as well. So now, that's his that's his hobby. So now I'll tell, I'll tell you this: when you are a professional athlete, as you were for a long period of time, and a wonderful jockey. Yeah, humility is normally left and checked in the jockey's room. So another quality last week for you. And one, I think, an $11 winner in the last, which would have pumped up the odds just a little bit. Pumped it up. Mastering was the one oh. out. Oh, it was never in doubt, was it, really? <laughs> <laughs> Did someone say last week the 1,400 may be against him? I don't know who that was. But. Just on that. So, yes, a week ago, mastering, red-hot favourite, $1,400, uh, 1400 metres was raised as a concern for you. Talk us through the last furlong, the last 200. Well, you couldn't have had had enough on him rounding the turn. He's mm-hmm. just he's had the run of the race, which we suggested yep. from from the good draw he's box seated. Just come out rounding the turn. Couldn't have had enough on him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he gets to the furlong, as you say, the 200 metre mark, and wasn't a lot left in the tank. He, he was found wanting, stopping, wasn't he? And, stopping. And you could see stopping. this thing coming. It, it was coming hard down his outside. I thought he got beat like many punters did. But anyway, we got the photo. Uh, he paid a dollar eighty. But because we got the quaddy, we had, mm-hmm. we, I know we had to find three other horses. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we got three dollars about him basically. So uh, anyway, we got the quaddy and, and we uh, we go around again today. So uh, hopefully we'll get the other quaddy. One three hundred S E N S E N. That's one three hundred seven three six seven three six to get involved. Let's talk a little bit about the Magic Millions, and uh, we'll have a, a small look at it later on. It's a very exciting day, and it's turned into an event from when you used to be involved. It is now the the sales have always been, of course, the thing that launches it. Winks. Zoo Star, Red Zell, these type of horses that have won huge amount of races, and I think Winx is definitely number one, and I'm pretty certain Red Zell's number two when it comes to prize money in Australia. Those two horses coming out of Magic Millions has, has bumped it up, and this is a huge week in racing early in the year. It is. It's it's great. I, I, you do pay overs for the horses there, of mm. course. Uh, we all know that. But if you have a runner on today, and it's like, as you say, there's thousands of horses sold every year there. Uh, as you say, you get a full field of 16 in the two- and three-year-old races. You're racing for $2 million. It's 
it is worth it if you have a runner. It's because mm. you can find some wheat races for later on yep. as a four and five year old as well. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a ten million dollar day today. Ten million dollar oh, day, yeah. and and the thing that it, I think that it attracts. And you're right. There was, I think, $3 million-plus horses sold on day one on Wednesday. Not that it petered out a great deal, but it didn't quite get to those standards over the next couple of days. $50 million on the first day and a half when it comes to the horses that went through the sale. But when you look at being able to turn it, everyone who owns a horse, be it if you have 1% and you're paying $100 for it or you're buying a $2 million horse, everybody wants a return investment or at least the enjoyment of going to the races. And that's what the Magic Millions does so particularly well because you buy a horse last year today you might be going for two million dollars in the classic for two-year-olds or as you said like there's, i think there's a three hundred thousand or two hundred fifty thousand dollar maiden yes today at the gold coast so Always there is. is the light at the end of the tunnel so to speak when it comes to buying a horse of these sales there is a, don't forget there is only one winner of course so I mean, <laughs> that's also <laughs> true right. so, so that's a that's a negative thing about it but it's it's not only today it's the lead up it's the week's lead up leading into this so it's 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 not like oh you're coming down for the race just for no. the one day. You go there and you you you're there for the seven eight days, and and leading in, and it's a spectacle. Look at the barrier draw out oh. on the beach in the morning. It's you've got all the all the uh, jockeys go up there. Like even Kathy O'Hara, I don't mm-hmm. think she's riding at the meeting today, but she's uh, she's there with the barrier draw. She loves it. Gets up there. The polos on, uh, the the jocks versus the. The professionals, yep. uh, that's always a bit of a mm-hmm. laugh. So it's it's just a great week to be up there. And, of course, uh, you've, it's as what we spoke to Kerry Mar last week, and he goes, it's just a, it's a holiday uh, in a holiday, isn't it? Really? And by the time they get to the barriers this afternoon, I think Kieran Mar will have the favourite in, in Dubious. It's been dubious. a fair bit of money. And, and, of course, we'll talk yes, yes, yes in a moment about how that played out over the week. Just on the week leading up to it, you, you've got to be innovative in sport. I think we spoke a little bit about this last week. The very fact is the polo's outstanding. And the CRC, Caitlin Mallion spoke, I seen her on yep. Channel 7 during the week, speaking about how enjoyable the experience was. Chris Simons then skydived, I think, with Luke Curry onto the actual beach of the barrier draw. They had horses up and down, cantering and all the rest of it. You've got to be innovative when it comes to the mundane stuff around racing. Race day is unreal. The sales, of course, the excitement around it. But I think that other racing clubs, I'm not saying go to the beach because the unbelievable backdrop and scenery is second to none when you're talking at Gold Coast Beach, but you've got to be able to look. If you are... And the Cox Plate have done it in recent years where they have the round, you know, you, you go up and you have the breakfast on the Tuesday and you put your hand in, you can choose the barriers. You've got to think outside the square to make sure it isn't just contained to one day when it comes to horse racing because once that race is done, you know, and 1,200 metres is over in 70 seconds, then the excitement, we're waiting for another 365 days. Yeah. So racing clubs need to do what the Gold Coast have done. And, and Melbourne racing clubs or Victorian racing clubs have to start to look a little bit outside the square to try and include that whole week festivity. And, and as you say, they've done it well because it is sort of off-season racing mm. as well, right? It, it's, it's, I don't know. Honestly, it, who, who used 10 years, when you were riding, when did you retire? Uh, 12 years ago. Okay, so 12, all right, so you, mid-90s, of course, you're at the height of your game, you're one of the best apprentices in the world, Magic Millions is starting to really fire up. As it stood, January, what is today, January 13, JT, looking at you, yeah, mate, 12, 12 or yeah. 13, yep, yeah, around that time. Uh, did you care, really, where was your mind at this time of year, traditionally, when it comes to racing and all the rest of it? Well, you just finished the Perth Carnival. Mm-hmm. You just ran in the Perth Cup, and, and you sort of, it's just time to relax, because it's it's not long between, it's a very short break between the spring and the autumn yep. carnival, especially with the good horses mm-hmm. coming in, as you know, Winx is back in work, and so all these good horses are now coming back for the autumn, the good three-year-olds and four-year-olds. Um, 
but yeah, there's there's no other time to have the Magic Millions. I know it's a little bit hot. Like I think I was there two years ago and it was forty four degrees. It was mm. just it just it does ruin the day. And you just, are a sweater as well. Oh, <laughs> As I said, God, God had a good laugh when you put me together, didn't he? So, so I'm. <laughs> We're continuing to chuckling in his fine work. So, uh, yeah, so I, well, I struggle, especially with the ankles too. They yeah. burn, and yeah, hot weather didn't suit well, me, so I end up not going. So. I, I asked this question What is now a bigger carnival? The Magic Millions this week, and not just necessarily today, but the build up? Or the Festival of Racing in Perth, which, of course, starts in early December with the railway, the Kings of Town and all the rest of it, and, and really culminates with the Perth Cup, Cup, which was last week. What do you think is now attracting way more exposure and interest, WA or Gold Coast? It's two beautiful parts of the world, of course. Most definitely. Weather, holiday destinations. Yep. But I, I think the Gold Coast oh, has taken over easily. By a mile. Easily. Mm-hmm. Right? Like Perth is, it, well, it's more central to everyone as well, um, the Gold Coast. It's two hours from Melbourne, mm-hmm. hour from Sydney. You get on a plane to Perth, it's three and a half, four hours for everyone. So, uh, yeah, that, that's got its benefits there. And they do it so well because of the sales as yeah. well. So, I mean, you, you're going up there, two birds, one stone, really, aren't you? You're the sales and then the races. So uh, it's all over, what, tomorrow night? It's all done. But it's a long week. It's a long week for the participants. It's a long long week if you rolled in last Sunday. Yeah, it's a long week. It's cocktail uh, parties galore. They can really wear you down too. (laughs) We actually had Jerry Harvey uh, on SEN Drive during the week on, on, I think it was Thursday afternoon, and spoke a little bit about, you know, the the, the continuing growth of, you know, the idea that he had and and Katie Page all those years ago and where it sits today in the the racing vernacular and and also where it sits in, in worldwide entertainment, I guess. He'd had a couple of red wines, I think, before he joined us in the afternoon. But, you know, the the... The most amazing thing is what I love about horse racing is that he is someone who's highly successful away from the horse racing world, loves the horse racing world. He was lamenting on air that he was the underbidder on Winx's mum. So he oh. never got a part of the whole Winx. He's like, you'd be calling me talking about Cox Plates rather. And, and that, that's what horse racing does. It has an opportunity or the the continual discussion about what you missed out on rather than enjoying the times you have. But, you know, that's what it does, isn't it? It's like playing poker. You remember your bad beats. You don't remember the good ones that you get. And uh, and so that was, Jer- that was Jerry Harvey, was it? It was Jerry Harvey. Oh, I'll put your hand in here, yeah, Jerry. Yeah, no, I fell for him. The text machine really fell for him too. one 300 sen to get involved or one 300 736 All right, best of the day, Quaddy on the way. Peter Galagotis or Manny Galagotis? I've forgotten which one it is. I think it's Peter. It's Peter Galagotis going to join us shortly. I just want to quickly run it by you. Yes, yes, yes. This time last week was the favourite for the Magic Millions two-year-old classic today. Had, had one really well at Mooney Valley two weeks ago. Uh, you know, Darren Weir trained. There was talk probably this time and over the course of the weekend that if he's to go to the Gold Coast, he must be on a flight. They didn't want to float him up. That changed Monday. They floated him up. He was sore. It stopped, I think, in Albury, then at Newcastle. So, of course, breaking the trip yeah. up as much as they could. Gets off the float on Thursday. Saw routine uh, steward inspection. Not past fit yet. Had to do another one on Friday. Does exactly that. Gets past fit. Darren Weir, the trainer who would know more than anyone else when it comes to, or any trainer would know more than anyone else when it comes to their own horse, says, no, for the welfare of the animal, it will not be run. And I you know, would like to scratch it. He was then accepted to be scratched. It's a, it is an interesting situation and one that is kind of put a dampener on the week because of how it all played out. The race will still be going ahead, as you know. It's it still going to It's still going to be a great spectacle. Uh, yes, unfortunately, the mm-hmm. favourite's out. The horse does come first, though. No uh, doubt. Weary's we're, hit the nail on the head. Uh, you're not going to send it around just because it's mm-hmm. up there. Uh, and he's shown that over... In the past. Uh, well, he's shown that much ability. It's only one race. How all does right. he get past, though? How does he get past fit? 
on a Friday by the stewards. Well, it, it, well, clearly he's not shin sore. It's, he no, may have it, it's in the rump. It's in the rump. I think it's a muscle concern in the well, rump. Well, there you go. So he might have had some chiropractic work mm-hmm. as well. Uh, <laughs> I don't know whether he's he got the chiropractor. He's, they can only mask it. Yep. He's not 100%. We're in, he's a great he, he would definitely he knows. Know. He knows yep. also. Would, would you say, and from the outside looking in, I would think that the trainer would know more than the stewards about you know ungainly techniques or a little bit you know quirkiness in the way of the stride. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you get a lot of horses that can be uh, like I used. You get on a horse and they go, "Don't mm-hmm. worry about its action. It'll take under mm-hmm. two hundred meters to warm mm-hmm. to, to warm up." But be like a cat on a hot tin roof. Uh, their their vets, the stewards' vets what? up there. Yeah, you probably don't forget that they might not have even been a jockey on it. They might have just trotted him up yep. with the strap and trotting him up. Uh, past fit to run, uh, and weary weary see something, and he might have lost weight going up there too. That. The, the travel and that, and he and he just was, pull, pulls a line through it. Was there a horse that you got on at any time in your career and just had a weird action? Oh, and plenty, you're like, what? Like, plenty. can you one you can remember that was incredibly fast? Oh, yeah, not nothing comes no, to okay, mind at cool, the top no, of the head. But right. there, I, I is, there actually, is a lot of there. There are a lot of horses with that unique action. And, in hindsight, it makes me nervous to ask you <laughs> about riding horses after what you dropped last week <laughs> when you spoke about riding someone's mother or whatever it might have been. All right, we're going to get to a break. It's the odds couple. All thanks to Sportsbet. David Taggart, Cam Luke, uh, Peter Gallagher to join us next. The quaddy not far away. Best of the day in your calls one three hundred seven three six seven three six. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. It is The Odds Couple, Saturday morning on SEN. Cam Luke and David Taggart in for the Simons. He'll be back this time next week. Uh, Flemington today, Magic Millions as well. And uh, we tried to just touch base with people on the Gold Coast. And uh, I'll tell you what, Valley, our producer, did a wonderful job. Called about eight numbers we called him. Then we realised that they're an hour behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of them probably haven't woken up. <laughs> it's probably been a rough been a rough couple of hours. So a uh, shout-out to all those people who tried calling. Peter Gallagher is around 10 minutes away. But there is a return, of course. Racing is where we're focusing on today, and we'll get to the quaddy very shortly. But there is a return during the course of the week on track for uh, an absolute queen. Well, well as we said prior to the break, that uh, all the good horses are coming back. Mm-hmm. No exception. Little Winksy, she's coming back Tuesday. She's having a little trial, her first trial back uh, after after the spring, of course, mm-hmm. after her fourth Cox Plate. Uh, she's trialing over nine hundred. Uh, this will probably be her first little little test. Uh, she'll then probably in a fortnight's time have another yep. another hard hard trial before she goes into the polo on February sixteen. The way for age over fourteen hundred Group Two. So yeah, she's not far away. All right, this will be such a and this is what this is what racing. This is what racing needs. It's not only just the fact that she's so dominant on track. And I think a lot of people, a lot of neutral fans tune in, one, to see the phenomenon of Winks, but also to see, I think people don't want to miss, in the generation we live, when she loses. I, I think people watch for that reason, a lot of times watch sport. Now, I don't think she will lose. I think she will go to another Cox Plate if she does lose. I spoke about this last week. But the intrigue and drive, this is a this is a con- almost a consistently everyday news article about her because one we don't know if this is going to be the last time we're going to see her. The odds are that it is, but this is what racing needs, and I I am a I have got a slight concern what happens on the back of her tags because you know, we have been caught up in the brilliance of Winks. 
Wings Fever. And she's ran the news cycle when it comes to racing and made it... I'm not saying it's irrelevant, but it's made it more relevant when it comes to mainstream sport. Yeah, well, we saw it with Black Caviar, mm. didn't we? Uh, yeah, the, with Moody with the yep. the press conference. Uh, there, Once she goes, there, he's going to leave a hole in racing, mm. no doubt about it. But give it another six months, something will yes. come up. They always, it always does. It. We're, we're not going to probably see the brilliance of, of, no. of Winks, of course, ever again, we, along with Black Caviar. Uh, they're one out of the box, mm-hmm. but... But it's just so great for racing. As you say, now you, you've got the Magic Millions. That finishes today, mm-hmm. back Tuesday. Yep. Limelight again, back in, back yep. in, you know, with Wink. So uh, it just never stops. It's always, it's 24-7 racing, isn't it? So uh, it's it's just, it, I, I just can't wait. You're talking about her getting beat. She always gets beat in her trials. She does. Um, and it's always a new story. <laughs> it's always a new story. Um, and people go, oh, she hasn't yeah, come oh, back. Sure. I mean, there are only trials. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that, I think that adds to it a little bit too because the there are a lot of, of people it. who don't, understand maybe exactly what a trial is and they see a little bit of vision and they're like, hang on, Wings hasn't come yeah. past the post first and go from there, which is good. You, you touch on the fact that, like, it's so cramped nowadays and it's, it's continuing in the news and that's what you need to do. AFL got AFLW, AFLX, they got the draft, so they try and get 12 months a year. Cricket is... 12 months a year, but sometimes out of sight, out of mind overseas. You know, look at, you know, where we sit. Tennis is massive two weeks ahead of us, but sort of yet again out of sight, out of mind. Racing, I'm not sure if by design, by coincidental, have found themselves right now in a situation where a lot of the year is filled with wonderful carnivals and news. Yeah, well, the, at, they've got the limelight at the moment, mm. as, as you know. So it's – and as you say, it's going to be taken over. The Australian Open starts Monday. Uh that's correct, isn't it? The, it is. The Oz Open, yep, last fortnight in, mm-hmm. in January. Uh, you've got, as you say, the cricket and then leading into the Sri Lankan test. Yep. But racing never takes well, a backward step. Tuesday, say, Tuesday you, night, the news will be the Australian Open, whatever's happened there, and Wings, Wings. will sit comfortably with the Australian Open, which she, is she may even unbelievable rare. Well, she may be the main... Well, yeah. she, she may. She may, she'll may. she probably lead the news definitely in Sydney, unless something massively happens at the Australian Open, and maybe with an Australian, a Kyrgios Atomic blows up, probably... No, no, no. <laughs> talking odds. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's a, I think, a great thing for racing, and that's what racing need to try and make sure they recreate and hold on to the momentum. There will be a diminishing little bit of interest in it once she has permanently retired and, and gone to stud, but, yeah, it, it's a tough one to look at. It is. It's... I mean, we, we're seeing it on the back of Black Caviar's mm-hmm. foals now. I mean, there's still mm-hmm. people pay interest in that. Uh, they're not, they haven't reached the heights. They'll never reach they the heights. Reached, how, how they haven't reached any heights, <laughs> a lot of our foals so far. How, how often do you see a good mare producing yeah. good horse? Uh, well, how, for, for people listening who may not, how often do you see that? Like, how often do you see mares produce superstars? Uh, it's not often. It not, isn't, is so, it? Um, oh, what's her name? The Hazers had one. The one that won the Oaks and the Slipper. The Slipper Oaks. A Lingy? No. That was Freeman. Miss Finland. Miss Finland. Sorry, she yeah. produced something good too. So, uh, but it's but she's mm-hmm. she's had a lot of hacks as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Lingy. She hasn't produced a hell of a mm-hmm. lot. She was one of the best mares I'd, yep. I've seen as well at the time uh, in the early two thousands, early to mid. And it's whether the racing just takes so much out of them. And that's what we're talking about. Winks last year, whether dangle that five million dollar carrot in front of winner take all in yeah. that cost. Which plate. you it agreed was, was a brilliant idea. Yeah, and they only take as you say they only have the one fault yeah. and and champions. Very rare they yeah. produce something that's half as good as them. That's, so that's why when I hear them talking about getting her to the breeding barn, it doesn't. I, I would rather them say we're going to look after. Her. We don't want to just continue to race her, but she's enjoying it at the moment. She's relishing it. Every single time she comes back, the news or the quotes coming from the connections are that she's come back better than ever. She's loving it. Well, keep so racing, keep her. racing her. Keep racing her. Keep racing her for racing. Keep racing her for you. If she's loving it, enjoying it. If 
the moment they're like, yeah, something's a little bit off with her. She's not enjoying it. She's cranky. <laughs> off she goes. She's done it. The breeding barn for me isn't a legitimate reason, I don't Correct. think, if they to, want, to If retire. she tells you, I want to be mum, yeah, mate, as you say, and mate, if she, go, go and do it. But well, what's she going to produce, really? I, you'll have stud farms jumping out of trees because they want the first, of first rights to, to wink. But that's going to happen at any single time, any single time she retires. There's no time, there's no expiration date on those offers that will come towards them. Exactly right. Mm. I mean, she'll live till 25. Mm-hmm. But it's just something that good mares, they just seem to, they just never produce. Uh, Maccabi Divas... Well, I think I won, mm. won a picnic mate it, in the other uh, was it rock, while ago. Rock Stardom? Rock, star, rock, rock star, Stardom. Rock Star or something what, like that. Was one yeah. of the best looking horses <laughs> yeah. you will ever see. Everybody, a lot of, I can't remember the name, I remember a lot of high profile people were like, yeah, I'm tipping in, I'm tipping in, tipping in. Ran a really good race on debut, maybe at Geelong. Ran a really nice race on debut, and then from there, you're right. Our very own Gary Lyon, I think, tipped in, didn't he? Was Gary Lyon yeah, involved? I think so, Gary yeah. Lyon might. I think yeah. he might be on the money there. Yeah, I think Danny O'Brien had, had him. <laughs> oh, I do know oh, he had oh. a win, win problem, but he did. I think he won a picnic. Yeah, picnic maiden over 2,000 or something. Yeah, Belnari. Those places. He was favourite for Manangan Tank Cup yeah. at some point, but didn't quite get to the stalls. All right, there yeah. you go. Uh, but Winks will be back. So just, again, uh, Tuesday over 900, is that right? Tuesday, 900. This will be her first little soft trial. She'll then probably most likely trial a fortnight. Chris always seems to give her two trials. And then she goes into the Apollo Feb 16. Speaking of Chris Waller, he's got the bet of the day today in Sydney, which I'll give you before we get out. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it's not my bet of the day. Okay, we'll look forward to that one. David Taggart has got last. How many last quad has he got? Is it three or four? No, two. I'm going for three in a row. Oh, you only two? Yeah, two. Okay. And my... Yeah. I, I tell you what, my best, my best didn't win. It was a leader bias track at Kensington last yes, week. Yes, I know. I did find the, the, that roughy though, sweet scandal, mm. six dollars for the. Hopefully, hopefully the, the, again. The, hopefully the listeners were on it. So, uh, <laughs> and I've got another one around about the six, seven dollar mark today too. Look forward to that. News time with K Mac. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. It is The Odds Couple, David Taggart and Cam Luke. Simon O'Donnell, Simon Marshall, back this time next week. All thanks to our friends at Sportsbet. The quaddy not too far away. I tell you you what, what you got to do, don't be humble. I thought you'd got four or five quaddies in a row, you... Corrected me and told me there's only two. So going for the hat trick today. So we'll also get the best bets of the day before we're out of here. Off the bench about half hour away as well. But a big day of racing. Flemington here, headquarters in Melbourne. Gold Coast, of course, the Magic Millions. A couple of good ones in Sydney as well. Peter Gelagotis has two, I think, in the same race as well. He's going to settle them up today as he joins us on the Odds Couple. Uh, Pete, welcome and good morning. Good morning, boys. How are we? Oh, well, mate. What's it to, are you on the treadmill or you got a horse on the treadmill behind you? Oh, yeah, sorry, is it, is it too much noise? No, yeah, not at all. Yeah, I'm, work, I'm working one on the treaty while I'm talking. Who, who, who have you got on there? One we should look out for? Oh, yeah, going like uh, is a stayer, Al Don. Uh, last time in, he had a couple of wins in a row on the synthetic. Um, nice stayer. Lovely uh, progressive horse. How long until we see him on track and not off the treadmill? Uh, it'll be probably another month or so away, about a month. Yeah. Yeah, He's, yeah. Um, having his first jump out this week, uh, coming, and then he'll probably have another one. He'll be ready to kick off over a fourteen hundred somewhere. Uh, he goes good. Yeah, I saw the Cunnies. It's David Taggart here. Pete, how are you, mate? Mate, it's been a long time, brother. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. Hey, uh, yeah, great to see you've opened up uh, Stables at Caulfield now. Uh, 
um, how are you finding that with the balance of Maui and Caulfield? And you've got a little uh, property down at uh, – um, where, where's that? Just down by the, in the Gippsland, Coronet Bay. That's right. Down Coronet Bay, yeah. So yep. how are you handling the being in three places at once? Oh, look, it's a juggling act. But, um, you know, uh, you either sink or swim. And um, when you challenge yourself – to these extremities, you've got to swim. So we're doing our best to survive. And the stable's been in good form too, so I think you pulled the right rein there. Now, we, we are off to uh, Flemington today. You only have a couple of runners, and they're both in the one race, uh, with Illustrious Lad and, and Call Me Handsome. Um, geez, Illustrious Lad, he, he, he was good in the standish, but I know he's right. He's seven years old. He has struggled over the 1,400 in the past. Do you think as an older horse now he, he, will, he will get the trip? Well, that's the mindset, uh, David. You know, like his his last couple of runs, he's relaxed really, really good, and um, I love the way he's found the line. Um, he's really, really attacked the line good, and he's relaxing well enough, I think. And that's the key, you know. I'm wrapped with a barrier today. He can just settle back, let it all unfold, and have the last crack at him. Yeah, give him a chance um, early. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I think he needs to switch off. Um, to see the trip out, you know? And, of course, uh, Call Me Handsome, uh, he, he's finished on Illustrious Lad's heels uh, in the standish. I mean, Whispering Brook, as you know, she's one of the, the best brunners we've got. Uh, to finish two and a half, three lengths off from both of them, uh, you think they put him in good stead? He is uh, placed in three second-up runs, uh, Call Me Handsome. He's yet to win, but uh, he's always knocking on the door, this horse, isn't he? Yeah, look, he's, um, he's a horse that's um, going places, Probably better suited over a little bit further, but can be very, very competitive at that trip, I think. Um, you know, like, he's, he's, a, he's a horse that's very gritty and tough, and he has a fair bit of upside. So, you know, like, he'll be, um, he'll be acquitting himself very well today, and, uh, you know, he won't disappoint. Um, you know, to say that either horse will be winning. Um, yeah, it's a good little race and you need luck in running. But I just think, in particular, call me Hanson, like um, with this one under his belt and then getting out to the mile, to the 1800, I think it's going to be very, very competitive. Um, he's, a, you know, he's a nice horse. So for our listeners, can you split the two? Look, um, it's going to be interesting. You know, like, you know, like I always have a criteria where we tick the boxes and I think... I think illustrious lad was unlucky the other day. He got held up twice, had the dart back to the inside late. Didn't sort of, I don't think the track was the right place to be there. So he, he can switch off like he did again in that fashion. I think you'll see him hitting the line solid on the outside. And if the track's running on, um, I think I sort of lean to him being a bit sharper at 1400, the Call Me Hanson. Yep. Uh, he seems to sort of... You know, his previous runs, he just hits that little bit of a flat spot. But when he gets out to the mile, he loses that flat spot and and he's, he's very strong through the sectionals. So, you know, it's just going to be interesting. If there's good tempo and he can get a good run in transit, um, you know, they're both going to be thereabouts, I think. I'd like to think. Um, you know, question mark over the illustrious lad, obviously, at the trip. But, um, you know, call me handsome. We'll be in the thick of it somewhere. Yeah, it's a very open race, too. Oh, it is. It is. Look, you know, under no illusion. You know, like it's just, it's just one of those races. You know, they're not, they're not their premium distances. You know, but mm. we're we're sort of, we're chancing our arm left field with illustrious lad, being an older horse like you say. He seems to be relaxing good. We're thinking like if he can, 
you know, see that trip out by sitting back, like I said, um, yeah, we're hoping that he can be somewhere in the mix. And, and then the other bloke, well, whatever he does, he'll, he'll just improve threefold, stepping out to the mile next up. Beautiful, Pete. Thanks for thanks for uh, talking to us. You got anything for our listeners for over the Autumn Carnival coming up, mate, that to keep an eye out for? Well, you know, we've got a couple of nice horses that left up uh, left through the week to go to Sydney, Lavendi and Chicago Bull, um, both being set for the championships, in particular Chicago Bull for the Golden Slipper. You know, this is you know tough nice top end racing. Yeah, but you know they're showing us elite level ability, and you know we're hoping Lavendi can come back and and uh, continue on in the in the. Uh, in the form line that he sort of finished he, off last time in. He loves Sydney. seems to go better on his Sydney leg. And, he's, look, he set a couple of big tasks, and we're going to bump into Winks along the way. But, you know, if he can run second, I'd be happy. Got to give him a crack, yeah. Chicago Bull named uh, by some NBA fans, I'm assuming? Um, yeah, one of the one of the guys that, um, that's in the horse, he named it. He's a fan of, of, of that sort of Football League, yeah, so it's a, it's a good name, actually. I, I really like it. <laughs> He's a pretty good horse, too, which always helps. Uh, he, look, he, look, guys, I, I won't hide the fact that we think he's a top liner, yep. and he, he ran a cracker first up, but he just didn't let down, and Michael Walker, when he jumped off him, he said, look, I wouldn't be surprised if the horse pulled up shinny. He said, I, I was travelling, and I was the last horse off the bit, but he said he just didn't quicken, and, and he did. He pulled up shinny, unfortunately. Um, and he wasn't. He was beaten what a length in the Maribyrnong trial or plate, whichever yep. one it was. And yeah, he's had a break now. He's over that, and we're looking forward to seeing him come back and hopefully um, pinch one of the features up 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 in Sydney. Before, all, the, all the best. Before we let you go, Pete, just want to ask you. We're talking. We've been talking innovation and being creative in the horse racing game, and so much is changing. It's a cramped schedule. It's a whole twelve month year thing where. Racing clubs think outside the square. We spoke about the Magic Millions and being on the beach and how good the, the backdrop and, and the difference was there. The All-Star Mile is something we're going to see in our backyard and your backyard in, in Victoria. And you'll, you've got a couple of horses aimed towards it, I assume? Yeah, well, I've got three horses nominated. I, I've, um, I've got uh, Mossendale, who's mm. an absolute scream of yep. a horse. Yep. I, I think he fits the criteria really well. You know, um, he ticks the boxes. He's a punter's pal. Very, very lightly raced. Great win strike rate. Um, I, I, I think he, he's worthy to be a runner in it. Um, Call Me Handsome, I, I think, is another worthy runner to be in it. He's a progressive horse. But, um, and, and, and I've thrown in a nom um, for Mulligwira because um, I've always had the opinion that he's a horse that, you know, 14, 1600s, more his go. You know, like the fact that we always just keep him mad, fresh, and keep him to the 1,200, you know, there's no reason for this horse not to sort of, you know, progress in his training and step out in distance. He's a 1,400-metre a winner at Flemington. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, I think he's, he's, um, he's, a, he's a chance in it too, you know. Like, I, I mean, he's got a couple of assignments that are going to steer the ship in that direction. Um, he kicks off in the Australia Stakes. He'll go to the Futurity, and if he can... Um, Accomplish both those targets. There's no reason why he can't step out to the 
to the All Star Mile. See, the thing is, too, Tags, as you would know, being a big social media man yourself, uh, is it's going to be social media driven too when it comes to the voting and and how the best way to get the horse in with uh, with ten open you know fan votes. And you got a couple of horses. You, you mentioned Mossendale, who is a punter's pal, and your stable's quite good on social media. So those two things are going to combine to make it a little bit easier to maybe get into the race. Yeah, well, look, it's it's an interesting concept, and it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. But, um, you know, I won't hide the fact that Mossendale's a giant killer of a horse. Like, his form lines across the board have been outstanding in three states, you know, Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney. Um, you know, his last win, he beat three three or four Group 1 winning horses in, in the Craven Plate. And mm. He's just a horse that's flown under the radar. He's got a million dollars in the bank. He's, he's not the flavour of the month, but he just gets the job done. And uh, every task we've set him, he just comes through it with flying colours. And, he, like, his last three wins, boys, he's won emphatically by margins, mm. you know, two lengths or better. Um, he's down on the line. So, you know, he's a horse that I believe has got a real stack of upside. And he could – my my heart of hearts and my gut feeling, I think he'll end up being a Group 1 winner by the end of his career. But um, that all-star mile at Flemington would be a oh, mad race to – just to compete in, you know, right. the prize money is serious, but, you know, they're no give-me's because everybody's um, trying. But, yeah, I think he's he's um, he's the X factor out of mine. Can't wait for it, Pete. Yeah. Appreciate you jumping Pete. on line, mate. Have a chat to, uh, to us, no doubt, sometime real soon. But good luck today and going into, the, into autumn as well. Good luck today, Pete. Thanks. Thank you. Cheers, boys. Yeah, Peter Gallagher. I thought you thought he was talking about you for a second. Not the flavour of a month just gets the job done. But nah, yeah. horse. <laughs> nah, Lavendi. When that I was used... your motto when you were riding, wasn't it? <laughs> nah. I used to ride a lot for the for yeah. Peter and Manny, and uh, nick- nickname Pete had for me was Lavendi, like a strapping, because I was always mm. sh- short and stocky, and uh, <laughs> Lavendi means a strapping boy in Greek. So uh, you always call me Lavendi. And also, as you say, it's it's the public it's public driven this yeah, All Star Mile, and he has. Two horses that are people's favourites. Malaguira, they love him, of as well as Mossendale. Uh, yeah, so, mate, the, as you say, it's, he said it's serious prize money. Even a run a hole in one of them races, you're talking a million dollars. It's a bit like very similar to the Everest, uh, especially with Os- like Osborne Bulls Earn and what, 900,000 a million when he ran third. So, uh, yeah, the, the prize money's there for, for, for an average horse. On that note, quick break. It is the odds couple. David Taggart and Cam Luke on the other side of it. The best bets and the quaddy. From our man, six-time winning Group 1 jockey, David Taggart. On 11.16 SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. David Taggart and Cam Luke in for your Saturday morning. Flemington, Randwick, Gold Coast, the three major meetings around the country today. And David Taggart, who continues to tell me he's only got the last two quaddies, but he's going to make it a hat-trick today. David, fire yeah. away. Yeah, well, as we say, have your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guide be yes. ready. And he... your sports bet app. And the sports bet app. Yes, mm-hmm. it, yeah, good segue. Uh, today, uh, first four races, Melbourne and Sydney. That's Flemington and Ramwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your horse doesn't if your horse doesn't win but runs second or third, yep. money back up to fifty dollars for that. So uh, that's a good little special. And I have got one at value two in Ooh. Sydney in race three, so we can have a free stab at that. <laughs> anyway, getting to the Flemington Quaddy. Let's go. Okay. All right, race six, the first leg. 
All right. I, I like number two here, Flying Krupp. Uh, winning form is good form. Mm. Won its last three, so he has to go in. Uh, as long as uh, Nantali, number three, she always takes a couple of runs to get fit, and she hits his race third up to today. And uh, remember the name, draws to get the right run from one. So the numbers here are two, three, mm. four, six, and eight. Two, three, four, six, and eight. Leg two, race seven. Race seven. All right. Uh, I think it's a race in three. I think there's only three chances in East. Uh, Toppy has been fr- uh, freshened. He, uh, he comes from Tassie, won the new market over there. He's one of the premier sprinters in Tasmania. Uh, number four, Invincible Al. Jeezy was good last start behind the Standish winner in Whispering Brook. Good and form. It, very good form, and we know how good she is too. And, of course, Order of Command, Danny O'Brien's horse. Uh, loves the 1100 and has been a model of consistency since debuting. He's only had the... The, well, eight or nine runs, and he's he's uh, he's always there about. So the numbers here are one, four, and seven. The main race of the day, the Chester yeah. Manifold. As, as race we eight. touched on, very open race, unbelievably open race. This is where we're trying to find our value. Here we go. Number four, Cabeza Devaka coming down from Sydney for the Waterhouse uh, Clan will probably lead. Uh, goes well fresh, and uh, when it was first up last time in, he was beaten less than three and a half lengths in the Wink Stakes. Who won that race? Who won the Wink Stakes? I reckon uh, the namesake might have got yeah, home. Yeah, the Winks. Yeah, so three and a half links. You'll run three mm-hmm. and a half links behind Winks first mm-hmm. up. Last time, I mean, you're a big so chance. You call, that, you call that a second in a cox plate normally? Yeah, you would too. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, number 13, Mr. Moneybags. Uh, still can't draw a gate, this horse. Jeezy's honest as the day's long. But deserves to have a crack at the, these. Uh, I know it's a listed race. Uh, and there's a few uh, horses dropping back from group racing mm-hmm. back to a listed grade. So, uh we have gone wide because the best ride may win the race here. So the numbers are 3, 4, 5. 3, 4, 5. 10, 12, and 13. 10, 12, and 13. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second before you go any further. I've left the illustrious lad out. I have <laughs> pulled the Gilligoda, so I have got half of it. Call me handsome. <laughs> there you go. You've got to call me handsome here. There you go. He'll still be listening to Pete as well, but at least you'll, you'll make him half happy. Yeah, I'm just worried. I'm just a bit concerned about the 1400. He's had two goes at the seven furlongs and hasn't seen it out, even though he, his racing pattern looks like he will, but uh, yeah, he'll need a lot of luck in running. All right, and the last leg. The last leg. Here we go. Win- Last week you got an eleven dollar winner and ended the day in the yeah, perfect won't, way. Won't be uh, won't be happening today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've got the favourite. Yeah, hang on, just, just for people at home, it will the winner will come. It just won't be a double figure winner. That's what you <laughs> exactly. meant, wasn't well, it? Well, hopefully yes. we're still alive. We've, <laughs> yeah. only got, we've only got I've gone light. We've only got the two runners. Oh, um, yeah, I am someone. It, it goes in. It's it's hard to take even money about this horse. Uh, he, he's better off with the jar out of the track. We are on a good mm-hmm. three, so. Uh, but he has got the ability. Number eight, Vainstream. Another horse from Maui. Uh, might, might be going down with the Gilligotuses. Uh Had his first go down the straight last time, so he has had a had a look. He, he probably he may be a better horse uh, around a turn, but he has had that na- yep. that look now. Uh, he's back to a more suitable grade. He drops down in grade where he uh, he's contested. Uh, last time he was up against Usain Bowler and Mastering. Mm-hmm. It was a good and race. That, and that was a good race. So, Mastering yeah. one bowler's a chance, though, although the distance probably not going to suit him. But yeah. So uh, he, they're the only two. So five and eight. So uh, five and eight. So they're they're the numbers they're if, the you numbers. Want to re- if you want to recap right. them numbers. Race six, which is the first leg of the quaddy, it's two, three, four, six, and eight. Where's Buttons? Buttons is left. No, nah, we same. haven't got Buttons today. We've got Johnny. And yeah. you didn't tell Johnny that you had to, to give the sound effects. <laughs> so it makes it hard to do. Uh, second leg, one, four, and seven. Correct. Ding. Uh, three, four, five, ten, twelve, and thirteen. Ding. And in the last thing, you've got very light, very short price favourite in the last 
five. Is it five and eight? Five and eight. Five and eight in correct, the last. Correct weight. And, okay. and that's one hundred and eighty dollars for a dollar. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we'll go for three in a row. Get there you go. Trick. All right, we're about a minute away. Give me some of your best bets around the country. Best bet: Sydney race seven, number five. I know you had uh, Organza. I know I you. Did. You like Perrette in this race? He's been, he's scratched. been scratched. Yeah, been scratched. So Organza, you think's going to be Organza. very hard? Going to be short now though as well. It's around about the three twenty, three forty oh, mark. Good value actually, yes. considering. And. Uh, and race. I'm back him now because I reckon he might get crunched if we get closer to the Well, me Ruffy won last week, Sweet Scandal, yes. at $6. You got he's, one today? He's another one at 7 right? And, of course, I've got the money back special with yes. Sports Bet. Race 3, number 5, Liz Dunvana draws the pole. Race flat second up after a huge run first up mm-hmm. where she was never on the track, still came. I just think uh, she'll get she'll get a peach from barrier one, and she's very good value each way there at the $7. Right. Talking each way, obviously, the Magic Millions today, two-year-old classic. Dubious will probably start favourite, the Kieran Mar trained. Um, uh, Accelerates is going to be close there. Godolphin, three runners today, I think. Three or four runners today. First time they've really had a crack at the Magic Millions. They bought four or five horses 12 months ago, so he's going to be hard to beat. But uh, perfect, ref- perfect reflection or better reflection. Just going to try and check. I think it's perfect reflection. Is the, uh, the the centrally Queen Central Queensland trained horse. It's one three. She's drawn okay. She's fifteen dollars. Back her each way because I think it would be the greatest story of the Cinderella day. Cinderella I think she'd be really good and hard to ha- beat. Happy pun. Nigel Seymour, you would have ridden against him. He's ridden everywhere oh, he's good. on her today. He's everywhere. Well, thanks to Sports Bet. Odds couple: Simon O'Donnell, Simon Marshall, David Taker. Back next week. Enjoy your punting. Off the benches next. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.